This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their survived this rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the survive this system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about... Stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, you folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Yes, it just says deep freeze hits Midwest. It is kind of cold out there, so got to bundle up. It's like 26, 30. I don't think it's going to get above 40 today. Anyway, that's my weather report. So, I want to talk about time in role playing games and how you adjudicate that. And as a game master, of course, the usual answer, like everything else, is you adjudicate it the way you want to, or the way you figure out it should work. Because there are GMs out there that like to just keep track of every turn in a dungeon, how long your, how long an effect's going to last, how long the torches are going to be burning, and you know what you're, you know how many rounds you're 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 examining a room for before something comes along and bothers you da 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 and then there are people like me there's game masters like me who just dude uh we'll just sort i'll sort of wing it okay you've been in here long enough i'll roll for a random encounter okay no random encounter you can keep doing what the heck you're doing okay fine yeah, roll. Oh, okay. Random encounter. With the, okay, okay. What was in this dungeon? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, a couple of goblins walk by, see you, and start yelling for the rest of the goblins, and then you know, all of a sudden you're in a fight. You know that kind of thing. I don't mind those kind of things. I mean, they always say it should serve a purpose, but you know, it's going to happen if you're in a dungeon. Things wander around. They don't stay in one place. Of course, you experienced GMs know this, but sometimes I got to remind you guys, but also tell the new people. So it's kind of a two for one here. But time in a dungeon, out of a dungeon, to me, it's a loosey-goosey thing. Now, that doesn't mean I can't have adventures with a time limit on them. Say you have to be back in three days with the antidote, otherwise the prince is going to die. You have to be back by noon on this day, otherwise the ship's going to sail without you. That kind of thing. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, the race against time is always, 
is always challenging. I would use the pie chart method if that's the case from Blades in the Dark, where you ha you set up a you set up a pie chart and just every time they're doing something, you just listen to what they're doing and fill in another piece of the pie chart and you show them. Okay, you have this much time left. Okay, you have this much time. But to me, it's an ad hoc thing. If I need it, I'll use it. Because to me, time is malleable in my game. So I can stretch it, compress it, whatever. That's what, because being a visual guy and being a cinematic guy, that's what filmmakers do. Some Someone once said, I can't remember who it was, was movies are life with, or it could go with books and stuff too, but movies are life with the dull parts cut out. And that's what you're doing, cutting out the dull parts. We want to go and check on seeing this guy. Okay, you can either do a role-play encounter, or you can just say, okay, this is the make a role, this is the information he has. Guess which one I'm going to choose, the first one. So this is the kind of thing. So time is... It, think of like I said. I think of it as like a director. You know, I'm trying to keep the pace up. I see certain scenes in my head. Hopefully, the players see the same scenes. So, this is the way you do it. Time is malleable, as far as I'm concerned. If you want to be one of those GMs who want to keep track of every second, I got a friend who does that. Matt does that. God bless him. He runs his game fine. I always have a good time, so I'm not complaining about that. But sometimes you have to use the clock to goose the players on. You know what I'm saying? Okay, how many how many turns are you going to spend looking through this this room for secret doors? Okay, fine. And you know he's got it down to where uh, every ten feet this is one turn every time. Uh, fine, okay, do it that way. But I'm just going to go. Hmm. Okay. Actually, what you can do is relate it to real time. Okay, how long have the characters been sitting around saying, I want to check this stuff, or arguing over something, or debating something? That's when you, I don't know, look at your watch, look at your phone, see what time it is, and okay, five minutes. Okay, what do you guys get? Look, and then you start, either you tell them, okay, fine, you've examined this, or you can let them keep going and start rolling random encounters behind the screen and don't tell them. Then they'll find out. They will find out eventually, believe me or not. Believe it or not. So that's pretty much my my treatise on time. And I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar.gmail.com or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month you can donate to this show. And I would thank you. You get more show then. And if you want to do a single donation... You can you can go to my Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who give it to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. For other good podcasters, Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar Podcast, Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton at Bandis Keep Podcast. Randy and Joe at the Biggest Geekest Podcast. And my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. And Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diary. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? 
send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.